Hello, everybody, and welcome to another amazing episode of Kiva's Place, the Kiva Murdoch Show and Podcast. First of all, I want to wish everyone a Merry Christmas, and we hope that you have a, a joyous and a safe holiday season as you spend time with your lovely family. But tonight, let's dive into the show on tonight, because this is another amazing episode uh, to, to pretty much introduce and bring light to the It's Time to Go Deep Summit. And tonight, I'm super excited because when I tell you I have premier VIP women bosses, speakers in the house tonight, that's exactly what we have. And they are some of the phenomenal speakers that are going to be um, bringing advice, bringing knowledge, bringing education to you at this free summit and it's called again it's time to go deep summit that's going to be held january the 13th through the 15th of 2022 so you know what we do every thursday night 7 30 p.m eastern standard time and tonight is no different so go ahead and grab your favorite drink make yourself comfortable sit back and enjoy the ride because you're finally at home at Kiva's place. So when we come back, we will introduce you to our VIP speaker. So don't go anywhere. Stay tuned. Welcome to Kiva's place, the Kiva Murdoch show and podcast. We hope that by the end of our show, you're left feeling empowered, motivated, and connected. So come on in the room, grab your favorite drink, sit back, and enjoy the ride because you're finally at home at Kiva's place. Now give it up for our host and producer, Coach Kiever Lernice Murdoch. Yes, welcome back to Kiever's Place, the Kiever Murdoch Show and Podcast. So as I stated before our introduction, when I say I have some dynamic powerhouse women bosses in the place tonight, we're going to introduce you to them and we're going to learn more about them business-wise, and we're going to try to get a little bit personal too, okay? Don't hold me to that, all right? <laughs> so let's go ahead and introduce you to our guests on tonight. So our first guest we're going to bring to our virtual studio is Dr. Shakisha Heilig. Welcome, Queen. Hello, how are you doing? Thank you so much for having me. You're also welcome. I'm super excited to have you. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. Awesome, thank you. The next the next queen we're going to bring in is Miss Jessica Tootle. Welcome to Keeper's Place. How are you? I am fantastic. How are you? I am glad you're here. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. Thank you so much. You're welcome. The next queen we're going to bring in is Miss JJ Conway. Welcome, Miss JJ. Hey. How are you? Ooh, anytime I could be around this collection of boss ladies, I'm just in heaven. Right. I'm so excited. We're going to dive into it in just a minute. But yes, I'm so glad to have you all. The next queen we're going to bring in is Miss Q Finley. Welcome, Miss Q. How are you? Doing exceptionally well. How are you doing? I am glad you're here. Thank you so much for joining us. Awesome. And last but not least, Miss Kimberly Scroggins. Welcome to Keeper's Place. Thank you. Good evening, everyone. So, like I said, we have some dynamics um, women on our, our panel tonight, and they pretty much they go from being an inspirational speakers, um, being um, just leading the forefront as far as women empowerment. So I want to talk to you ladies a little bit about your businesses, and then we're going to dive into how you actually got um, in the business that you're currently in. So Dr. Sakisha Heilig, tell us a little yes. bit more about your business and your entrepreneurship. Wow, you know, that's a loaded question. I, um, I'm retired actually from healthcare. I was a pharmacist for almost 20 years and life happened. I got sick a few years ago and could not return to my plan A 
And God opened the door of opportunity for me to step full time into my true passion, which was just working with couples and then opening my own business to be able to live life on my own terms and have a greater quality of life to be able to show up and be there for my family. So we've just been, you know, focusing on helping couples, you know, work on their finances, be able to manage and develop a strong marriage while they're building those successful businesses and building generational wealth. So that is what my focus has been i love that and i'm going to ask you because sometimes mm -hmm. i feel like god calls us before we mm -hmm. actually yield or understand mm -hmm. the calling so mm -hmm. i know that you just said you got sick and that kind of mm -hmm. pushed you into your um calling but do you kind of feel like god was calling you before that moment of illness you know what god had been working on me about that but i was one of those stubborn ones where when God says, you know, it's when you start, when he starts to let you know it's your time and your season is about up at your job. How many of you know, if he says, I'm ready for you to walk away from a six figure job, that's when you say, oh no, I, that's not you talking to me, God. So <laughs> if I walk away from this six figure job, I need to know the plan that he has in place. And because he hadn't revealed it to me, I was one of those hard headed ones like, no God, you're gonna have to show me. So I, you know, it was a passion of my heart and it just, it just, encouraged me to exercise my faith, to just take it to another level. And that's what I've been doing for a couple of years. And I, I'm just excited. You know, God has opened many doors and it just increases my faith. He just blows my mind every time. Yeah. And I definitely saw the head nods, you know, I mean, I have two hands raised, you know, God. <laughs> so, and you know, it's funny because God has never failed us, right? And he has right. always equipped us with exactly what we need. But sometimes yeah. it's that human nature, you Lord. We want to see it before we can fully, fully believe it. So absolutely awesome. Awesome. So Miss Jessica, tell us a little bit more about your business and what actually kind of propelled you into what you're doing today. Um well, of course, um, my name is Jessica Tudor. I always start start off that way to get the nervousness off. <laughs> but um, I am a network marketer in the business of travel. I chose that opportunity um, to simply uh, sell travel agencies because um, working in nine to five, I was just living life and I did not have a lifestyle so once i you know let off the or took off the hat of the nine nine to five mindset i was able to raise my children and that's what god placed me here to do is to be an amazing mother and so an opportunity was shared with me and they completely changed my life now life is what i live lifestyle is what i want but lifestyle is definitely what I have now within this opportunity. I've been, travel is always been a passion of my own, of myself and my family, but to be able to make uh, income from travel and selling travel agency, it just opened up a world of opportunity as well as I have so many different connections now. Oh my goodness, like connections are everything. Connections are everything. So. It just opened up a whole nother world for me. And now I'm here. I'm excited. I'm on fire. I'm ready to help and empower other individuals like myself. I respect your field so much because I feel like that is one. I kind of feel like travel goes right in the line with self-care, right? Because too many times we get so wrapped up in just that rat race of, of the nine to five to where, you know, most most of us as women, we really don't take that time out to make sure that we are good. And for me, traveling does that. It just kind of puts me in that mind space of being a little selfish. And that's okay to be selfish when you're really taking care of yourself and getting that mental rest break that you need. So I truly, truly respect your um, craft also. Thank you. Ms. JJ Conway, we're going to move down to you. Tell our viewer audience a little bit more about your business and how you got started. I, I can't wait to tell you, but first I want to give Jessica a shout out because anybody that could turn around and make a successful travel business during a pandemic, whoo, you got my respect. Okay. Uh, 
So what, what motivated me to start my business, and I educate people to help them build wealth and dump debt, uh, what got me started was a, a nasty divorce that ended up with over $800,000 of debt and trying to figure out how I was going to make a life. Now, I had the six-figure job, but I had six-figure debt and almost seven-figure debt. And so it was, it was a very humbling time. And what led me, what really pushed me out the door to uh, become a full-time entrepreneur and stay-at-home mom was being in the military, being active duty military, and when and had dropped my retirement papers because I, I, my family was separated. They were in another state. My kids were in another state. And, you know, at one time I'm going through in prayer, and it's like the Lord was like, the only thing that's keeping you from your family is you and your desire to earn more money before you retire. But you really have enough and i sat down and looked at my investments my real estate and all the things that i had and it was like well you know i won't be buying any red bottom shoes tomorrow but uh we can do this thing <laughs> and so i went ahead and filed my on 6 february 2020 i filed my retirement request with the military and as y'all know a month later the pandemic was in full swing and everybody else who was supposed to retire from the military was withdrawing their paperwork left and right. But one thing that I can say is that I was unwavering at this. The Lord had spoken to me and he had given me a path forward. And I didn't understand how. I didn't see where the money was going to come from because I don't know how you're going to make all that money as a public speaker, professional speaker in a pandemic when no one's traveling anymore. But I trusted the Lord. And I'm going to tell you, my family has gone lack for nothing. We have had a wonderful quality of life. And the difference in my children now that I live life, I, I forget it was if it was Dr. Sakisha or De Jessica or maybe both, but living life on my terms and doing what, what's best for my family and having the time, the finances, and the ability to put my family first. It has made all the difference, and I'm just so happy. Beautiful. And listen, I can I met your son very, very briefly. And what I can say is that he is such a well-rounded, mannerable, respectable young man. And it's one thing that that you can't get back is time. So kudos to you for just making that move that was beneficial to your family. And I can't speak for your other children because I haven't met them, but mom. That son that I met, a remarkable, remarkable young man. Thank you. You are so welcome. Miss um, Q Finley, tell us more about your business and what actually propelled you to um, do what, what you are doing now. Yes, yeah, certainly. So, um, you know, I will say that there are definitely uh, commonalities and threads of, of all of the stories, even mine. Um, and one thing that uh, I can share is, you know, some people walk into purpose and others are pushed into purpose. <laughs> I will be the one that got pushed. <laughs> um, but I am so grateful to God for the push to get in position um, because it's been absolutely amazing. So um, earlier this year, my husband and I started a business consulting firm. So we work with nonprofits and for-profits. And I am a former uh, executive director and president and CEO, COO and director of development in the nonprofit space. And so I bring all that love for the space uh, to what I do. And we especially love helping BIPOC-led nonprofit and for-profit organizations position themselves to advance their mission, uh, do the transformative work that they do with their clients, uh, and be able to grow the scale. So that's who we are. That's what we do. And I'm so grateful to God for, for being in this position right now. I, I, I sing the same tune about being a mom. Um, so I have three girls, uh, six, 11, and 13. So having the opportunity to be more present, um, to be in their lives at this time is just, it has been phenomenal. So I'm very grateful to God for that. 
Amazing. And those are all impressionable ages right now where I feel like when they're yes. at those ages, they really need mom because they're really trying mm -hmm. to kind of figure out who they are. They're trying to find their own identity. Yes. And, you know, you know, mom of these teens and tweens, I just want to encourage you to just hang in there and stay the course because I promise <laughs> you, I have a twin. Uh, 22 year old now and a 19 year old and they will come back and thank you later so they may fight you now but they will come back and thank you later so just stay the course and hang in there because I know that with God nothing is impossible so yeah. and just looking at you ladies I know your uh, children are just just phenomenal young adults so kudos to you and last but not least, Ms. Kimley Scroggins, we're going to ask you that same question before we move on. What actually prepared you to um, be in the field that you are currently in right now? Sure. I am actually not an entrepreneur yet, but I think my current position as director of business services for a local nonprofit is certainly setting me up for that. Um, and I, like you ladies, um, I was going through a lot of things in my life. I had been on my job for 10 years. My old job could do my job in my sleep in the midst of a divorce and trying to do some other things. And I was on my way to work and I was saying, Lord, if this is what I'm supposed to do, because I kept saying I was going to quit, give me a sign. I had went and applied for a townhouse and had to go to work to send paperwork and when i got there they said your address is before i sent anything that was my sign two o'clock the same day they had my letter of resignation and i entered um the nonprofit working with people with disabilities uh, their entry level as a job developer just trying to do something different a year and a half i was promoted to director my staff has grown placements have grown um the relationships have grown so just trying to stay true and i do really feel like now not only am i just working but i'm working with a purpose i love that let me just ask you this because i have in within my family on my father's side we have quite a few disabilities so what are some of those disparities that you face working with that particular community um that you see on a regular basis Sure. Um, one of the biggest things is because I do employment for people with disabilities. So just, you know, you go in and you talk to business owners and HR and their DEI folks, and you see these wonderful statements that are just statements. And I always mm -hmm. challenge them. What are you doing? You know, what are your hiring practices? I know you check your box for women. I know you check your box for, you know, people of other ethnicities. But what are you doing when it comes to hiring people with disabilities? And so it's a lot of education because they think alternative workforce. So they automatically think about returning citizens and things like that. And they always overlook people with disabilities. Even when I'm at DEI seminars and they talk about every, everything else, I think sometimes they hate to see me come because I'm raising my hand saying, how are we having a conversation about diversity, equity, and inclusion, but you haven't mentioned people with disabilities? Mm -hmm. so. Love that. Love that. Awesome. Well, let's shift gears a little bit because I want to definitely combine everybody into this part of the conversation. So we are um, definitely women with a mission we have careers we have businesses but i want to know because i truly believe there are some out there that may be struggling with how do we balance it all right we have families we're raising children we're running our businesses so how do you find balance to make sure that you don't drop the ball rather that's in your personal life dealing with your children or your businesses so what advice can you give the next woman on how you find that balance we'll start with dr sakisha um that's a, you know, that's an interesting question. That's something that I, I struggled with for a long time. I could handle lots at my job, but when I came home, it was a totally different thing. And what I had to learn was that I had to prioritize things. 
and that what I for me I had to learn and look at the big picture because I focused a lot on wanting to be able to provide for the children wanting to make sure they weren't lacking anything but they were lacking my presence they were lacking my undivided attention so I had to learn to prioritize which meant saying no I couldn't say yes to everybody and I had to be okay with that. So learning to prioritize my family and learning to use those two little letter, those two little letters, it literally saved my life, saved my marriage, because I, I had to learn to be able to say no to certain things and not overcommit. You know, you want to be there for everybody, but if you're showing up for everybody but your family or your spouse is the last on your to-do list, then you know, it, it wasn't worth it. So I had to learn to make those changes. Anybody else? Um, and, and I'll jump in. I think for me, and again, it's not to take anything from my mom. My mom worked hard, but with working so hard, being a young mom, you know, a lot of times it was my grandma and my aunts that were there for me. And I just knew when I had children that I wanted to be there and I made no apologies at work if my kids had something to do. I was going to be there. I, I wasn't going to miss anything. And I just made that decision. And I missed so many opportunities to go away with my cousins and my family because my son played football. And I can tell you, he just graduated from college yesterday. I've probably missed four games, not including college, because once they start traveling like that, but I just said I needed, I needed to be there. My kids and my family didn't know that I was their biggest cheerleader and they could count on me, then I, I'm failing them and I, I refuse to do that. Yeah. Love that. Yeah. Anybody else wanted to jump in? I would love to jump. Oh, go ahead, Jessica. Oh, no. I don't want to take no sign. But um, when it comes to balancing, it's tough. And But the one thing that I could say that if I did not use it, I would be in a total different place. Using a schedule and a planner, I write down minute for minute what I need to take care of because you know you get over consumed and you get your mind is here, there. You gotta go here, and of course, just like um, the other young lady said, um, talked about saying no. Um, that was tough for me, um, but now. <laughs> Sometimes I have to check myself, like, wait, let me think about it <laughs> before I say no, because I'm kind of quick to jump to it now. Nah. But uh, when it comes to um, scheduling and prioritizing, that's everything. You know, but it's such a beautiful thing once you get to the point to where you can comfortably say no, because as being women, you know, we're not really taught to do that. We're supposed to be everything to everybody. But when you can learn that art of saying no, it's so liberating. Uh, JJ. I, I, absolutely liberating. And I think for me, you know, the question you started out with was how do we how do we keep from dropping any of those balls, those multiple balls that we're all juggling as moms? And I have found that for me that any time that I'm overwhelmed, it's really because I'm under purpose and I'm not making decisions according to my purpose. And so then I have to reset. But the other thing that I've had to become comfortable with is trusting the process and understanding that sometimes a ball will drop. And most of the time a ball that does drop is a ball I shouldn't even have put into play in the first place. And sometimes it's, if, if I'm trusting the process and I'm trusting that I'm being led and guided to add value to people and build this business and build my family, you know, if I'm if I'm trusting that process, then I have to trust that an opportunity that I say no to because it impedes on football or if it's an opportunity that impedes on my husband, whatever it is, that if it's really for me, it's going to come back around. And, and you know, to the to the point of the football, I was going through and editing podcasts today and one of mine that my son recorded with 
with me a year ago that I didn't post yet just because the sound quality wasn't great. His number one request of me as a mom was, would you please go to all of my games? And I tell you, my I, my one had game on Friday, uh, Thursdays, one had game on Fridays. My, I mean, my husband's games were on Fridays. My little one had uh, Saturdays. And then, of course, the, the boys all want to watch on Sundays, right? So my whole, my whole calendar, I had to block off on my phone so people couldn't schedule during football games. And there are several high-level Air Force meetings for diversity and inclusion that I, no kidding, facilitated, including one this past Friday, because I was at that championship game when my son won that state championship because they needed me to be there. Absolutely. And so for me, it was like, okay, if there's something that I am going to make a commitment to, I'm going to be very clear where my commitment is, God first, family second, and then my business. And so I make my decisions through that lens. And when and when I don't make decisions through that lens, when I get all excited about, oh, I get to be on this show or oh, I get to do that. And I start cramming too much in thinking I can make mm -hmm. it work. Some of those balls will fall, fall to the ground. And for me, those are wake up calls to let me realign and get back in line with what I'm doing. But I do find I find that scheduling, scheduling the time, it works wonders for me and also blocking off the time. It changed my children's attitude when I blocked off the school pickup line. Now, y'all know that school pickup line is two hours of our life that we never get back. But to them, yeah. it made a huge difference that they didn't have to come into the car and have me on a call trying to climb. You know, you know how we do trying to get in a client call, or a little discovery call over here or there. No, it made a huge difference for them to see that they were in my phone on the schedule as a priority that no one could schedule in their time. I love that. And these are moments where you cannot get back. So it's very important, especially when you have children at home and you're still actively raising them. It is very important for them to know that they are a priority in your life. So that's super important. Uh, Q, we haven't heard from you yet. Anything, anything you wanted to add? Yeah, well, I will just say uh, this year, uh, we've been doing quite a bit of quarantining. And uh, with that, a friend of mine recommended that, you know, we do family time uh, every night, you know, to make this something uh, kind of special for the kids. And I will tell you, I was juggling, you know, between clients and family. But whenever we started family time, I put my every client on pause. Um, so that I could make the time, even if that meant I had to go back to that client late to get the work done, because the value uh, was for us to have that time together. And again, to make my my family the priority. So I can't tell you that I'm always perfect with that. And every day, you know, I'm still uh, learning that and scheduling and working through it. But definitely in this season, uh, you know, I am working to make those deposits um, in my children and my family. And uh, it really feels good to have my family as the priority. So um, so that's my recommendation. And I'm, I'm kind of like JJ, if the ball drops, that's a locator for me, that that's something that I need to be working on and, and uh, you know, just dealing with and continuing to grow and then reprioritizing every time we see there might be a little bit of uh you know imbalance that tries to sneak in there because you know we we are women that probably have big hearts i know i do um but there are times when i just have to say okay god i'm not you and i'm not superwoman so i'm gonna have to lay this i'm gonna have to lay this one at the throne and uh, give you this one because uh, I can only do so much. And, uh, I, you know, I'm really grateful that even God gives us healthy boundaries. Yeah, I love that. I love that. We have Dr. Takima Dorsey watching and definitely in the house tonight. She is the visionary for this wonderful summit. It's time to go deep summit. So thank you so much, Dr. Dorsey. She said every great discussion is and what a dynamic lineup tonight. Yes, they yeah. are definitely powerhouses.
Miss Patina Kirkendall is also in the house and she just agreed with everything you just said, Q. So yes, wonderful. All right, so let's shift gears because I am a firm believer. Oh, you are so, so welcome. Um, I'm a firm believer that we do not go through circumstances for ourselves. And I believe that God allow us to accept these dynamic experiences. And when I say dynamic, I mean, some may be traumatic. Some may be, you know, um, designed to break you or bring you down. But I truly believe that if God bring you to it, he will bring you through it. And there's a lesson in every situation. So I want to ask you, for those, especially women, because we are talking to powerhouse women. So for the woman who may be going through a situation right now and may not have the faith to believe that she's in this moment as a test so she can come out with her testimony in place and she can reach back and grab the, grab the next sister's hand and guide them through it. So what advice? would you give that sister who may be in the uh, cooks and the crannies right now who can't see beyond what she is going through? What advice would you give that queen right now to encourage her to keep pushing through? Miss mm. wow. Kim. Oh, wow. I would just say, and just given my journey and getting to where I am now, that everybody you have to realize everybody is not meant to travel with you some people are meant to be temporary and it's okay it may hurt but it's okay and you know i'll even share my ex-husband passed away two years ago and his aunt she kind of looked at me in disbelief when i said the best thing we could have done for each other is our divorce going through it we probably didn't look at it that way, but, you know, once we parted ways and we were able to co-parent, I knew my journey was so much greater and he, he wasn't designed to go to go with me and I had to be okay with that. And the same thing, he was free to live his life. So it's, it's okay and it hurts, but you can get through it. You just, you have to stay focused. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Exactly. Dr. Yeah. Sakisha. Well, um, I was thinking that about the fact that the things that we go through, a lot of them is not for us, it's for the people that we're called to serve. We're going to go through tests and trials and challenges, and that you're going to come out stronger. And then you'll be able to use that same information, that same things you learn from it to reach back and pull somebody else out. So though it's uncomfortable what you're going through right now, and a lot of times we're like, God, this is not fair. Why am I going through this? But he gives his toughest battles to his strongest soldiers. He knows what's on the inside of you. He knows what how you're going to take that situation, turn those lemons into lemonade. And why, although it may be frustrating and discouraging, keep pressing. Don't give up. You know, do not give up up this is a season in your life you know when we go through those seasons remember it may it's not going to stay that way it is going to change so just be mindful to keep pressing and it's a lot of times instead of thinking why me okay god what am i learning from this and that kind that's what keeps me encouraged okay god what do you want me to learn from this because the enemy doesn't always give up very easily sometimes he brings those same tests and challenges around and then it's like okay you got me with that last time maybe two or three times but you know what i'm on to you now you don't not gonna get me with this anymore then you're more equipped to handle it and then your sister that's on your left or right that's struggling with this like oh no i've got you come on let me pull you help you get through it so I'm not saying it's super easy, but I am saying that it's worth it to keep pressing and not to give up. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. JJ? 
I, I um, actually had an interesting discussion with someone the other day who asked me if I could go back and change something that happened to me in the last 10 years, would I, what would it be? And I started to say, well, I already know what I would change. I would change coming home from a military trip to find my household stuff thrown out and divorce papers in my face with 800 and something thousand dollars of debt attached to it. Right. And as soon as I began to say all of that, as soon as I was forming the, 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 the thoughts in my mind, it occurred to me that, well, that wasn't a very pleasant time of my life, but that large amount of debt lit a fire underneath me to be able to do something about it before I retired from the Air Force. And, you know, if I hadn't had that fire lit under my behind, I'd probably be like so many other people still stuck mm -hmm. in this job that was a good government job, a good six figure job, making good money, doing good work and having, you know, a normal amount of this or that to deal with financially. I would never be in the position where I am now, where I don't have to work and I only work when I want to work and I get to spend time with my children and travel with my family because the skills that I had to learn to take my finances to the next level, they don't come from just the humdrum life. And I needed to get the education of how do you attack this much debt with this much time left. And so when you're going through it right now, you know, and you're going to get a lot more encouragement in the summit. But when you're going through these kinds of things right now and you don't understand how it's going to work out, I want to encourage you to trust the process and trust the one who's holding your hand that it is going to work out one way or another. And when you look back, you'll see that you have been equipped not only to help others behind you, but to also create the life that you dream of and to walk in the calling that's been given to you and to make it different in your family it's all coming so i encourage anybody who's going through right now watching this hold on and stay the course and do the best that you can do until you learn something better and then do that and you will make it i promise you you will Woo! This is That's why good. you do not want to miss this summit. And we're going to talk about this summit in a little bit. You ladies got me fired up already. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Q, anything you want to add to that? Beautiful. Yeah. Um, you know, this just rings so true with, with some of my background, you know, some of my experiences. But what I have to say is forgive. You, you do not want to get bitter in this process. Um, there is joy on the other side. God will give beauty for ashes. Uh, Q is a living witness. Um, you know, take my the beginning of my year to the end of it. So I moved from, you know, not having a job to having a business to having multiple companies. So if you if you need someone to look at, you can look at me. I'm sure you can look at the other women too, but forgive. Uh, if you have gone through something traumatic, the best way, and, and even coming out of my mental health background as a social worker, you need to forgive so that you don't stay stuck in that. Because sometimes we replay and replay and replay that your life is not meant for you to stay stuck. You got to keep moving forward. So the fight sometimes is in just the forgiveness and the laying down of whatever happened and embracing the fact that you can value yourself, love yourself, know who you are. Sometimes it's not the words that other people speak to you, it's the ones that you speak to yourself. Now you done took me to church on this question, right? <laughs> what I want to say to you is move forward um, and then let God fight your battles. You don't have to fight every battle because trust me, when all when things are said and done, because sometimes we feel like we have to defend ourselves, there is one defending you. All you gotta do is stand your ground, take your position, and keep moving forward. Put your head to your mission and to what you're called to do in those constructive things and that you're going to come out clean on the other side. Mm, I love it. Miss Jessica. Oh, my goodness. I'm so full right now. <laughs> you guys just helped me, literally. Like, I'm, like, shaking. But I would say to the young woman, to the young man who are stuck, 
tough times don't last, but tough people do. Mm. So any situation that may be hard, it's just gonna be for a moment, but it's gonna pass, but you're you're just building your character that just that more towards the direction that you need to be as a active member in society, as a Christian man or woman, as a giver of your time and attention. And it, it's, it's gonna pass. Your process, don't don't allow yourself to punk yourself out of your process mm -hmm. or punk yourself out your promise. But so I, <laughs> I took the time to, as these um, ladies were speaking, I wrote down some things because this is a personal, it's a personal battle for um, young people in general. And it's a, it's a battle for aspiring entrepreneurs and people who want to be successful. But we have to remember that success is a journey, not a destination. I wish somebody could point me in the direction of where success is because <laughs> I have you running. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But it's a journey. It's definitely a journey. And the last thing I will say, because <laughs> I wrote down a couple things. Woo! This moved me so much. Stop shrinking yourself to fit places you've outgrown. Yes. That circle you was in. <laughs> Why? Why are you still there? If that's not where you're trying to go. Yeah. Don't shrink yourself. <laughs> you know what? Let me find my um my little sound effects. Yeah, I had to give you the round of applause that she uh, said, don't shrink yourself that's in right. place you've already outgrown. And let's yeah. be honest, we tend to do that so much. We are trying to stay within that same circle of friends. We're trying to move the way people expect us to move. We are afraid to jump when God is clearly pushing us out the plane. He's saying, move. I already have the way prepared for you. What are you so afraid of? But we keep putting ourselves and keeping ourselves in the comfortable because we are afraid to be uncomfortable. And like I tell my patients and my clients all the time, growth comes in the uncomfortable situations. You have to allow yourself that space to grow, but if you don't ever put yourself in a position to experience anything, whether that's good, bad, indifferent, how are you going to grow and how can you reach back and teach the next person what to do to get to where they need to be? You know, I truly believe that we are here and all of the women said it best, but Jessica just said it when when she said um that you have to allow yourself that space because life is a journey right mm -hmm. success is a journey and you and we all go through our own journey so it's very important for you to find your journey right because you can't look at mine you can't look at Dr. Sakisha or anybody else. You have to seek God to find the path that he has outlined for you. Y'all, y'all got me fired up. I love it. I love it. Dr. Dr. Takesha said, Dr. Takima Stephen said, it's called legacy. Yes. Yes. You have to find your own legacy. I love it. I love it. Anything else before we shift gears? No. Beautiful. All right, so I'm going to dig a little bit deeper, really, really quick. I want to find out a little bit more personal stuff about you. So what's your biggest pet peeve, whether that's in business, personal? I want to know what gets you kind of fired up. Jessica? <laughs> Excuses. I hate them. Everybody got them. <laughs> excuses it definitely hinders you um we all have situations we go through our situations but those situations is just another way to say it an excuse for why you can't get to where you need to be so 
quit the excuses. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Miss Q. Can you hear me, Q? Uh, not taking ownership. Mm-hmm. You know, I life, we're, we're going to make mistakes and things are going to happen. But when you try to find other people uh, to project blame or you don't want to own up to uh, your mistakes and have accountability and progress and grow, I, I would say that's, <laughs> that's a pet peeve of mine. I love it. I love it. Miss Kim. I guess I, I don't know the exact word to call it, but people that take and have it be in your personal life, your professional life, those people that are constantly depleting you of what you have, but not pouring anything back in. That is, and those are the folks that I t- I will cut them off at the knees because I need I need that positive feedback the same way I want to give it, and and they. They drain you of your creativity. They drain you of your energy. And that's just, that's not the space I want to operate in. Mm-hmm. And it's so important to recognize that it's very early on too. Mm-hmm. And it seemed like the older I get, I'm 43. I'll be 44 in March. Like my patience is this like big now for these <laughs> Like I have no patience for them whatsoever, you know. And you have to get you are protecting your spirit. You're protecting your, you know, mind. You're protecting your peace. So yeah, I love that. I love that. You got to recognize it and cut it off. Beautiful, JJ. My biggest pet peeve, uh, I will say, is people who are gonna keep complaining and complaining and complaining. Mm-hmm but they're not going to take any action to change their lives. And don't get me wrong. I understand sometimes we need a good vent session, uh, but, but when it comes down to it, when you're done venting, it's time to take action. And even if you're not sure the right path, you take an action and you get a result and then you adapt from there. But especially being a financial planner, I get people that want to pay. Hey, you're going to pay me. I'm going to take it. But you know, not all money is good money. And if I, if I month after month, it's just complaining, complaining, and complaining and not following the guidelines and the actions that I lay out for you, then, you know, it's time for you to go find you another financial coach because I, I, I need to be around people who are about something who we surround ourselves with. That's what we become. And so I make it a very intentional effort to surround myself with people who are about themselves and about their business. Kind of like the ladies on this panel. <laughs> right? <laughs> Love it. <laughs> Dr. Sakisha. Um, I agree with JJ. For me, it's for the people that are like constantly negative and naysayers. Oh, you can't do this. You can't do that. If it's always going to be negative, we, we, we can't be around each other. I like I understand we have those moments or those seasons in our lives that may be challenging. And you have that partner that's going to encourage you. But if you're constantly negative, I'm like, no, let's figure out a way. How can we accomplish it? Instead of saying automatically assuming you can't. Well, why can't we, you know? But if, if, it's, if it's the same old thing, I'm like, look, we got to get off this hamster wheel. Let's think of it from a positive perspective. Learn to shift your perspective. What is it that we can do? How can we accomplish this goal? Sometimes we have it make look at the entire thing. Okay, let's just focus on step by step. You know, doing a little bit at a time instead of focusing on, say, you know, we say we want to lose 50 pounds. All right, let's get the five pounds off. Let's celebrate that. Now let's set our next goal. The same thing in your finances. Let's pay this little bit of debt off and then let's celebrate the next goal. Same thing in your business. You've got to find something positive. I'm not saying we walk around with rose-colored glasses on, but this negative all the time and what you can't do. After a while, I'm like, I got to shut it down. Because it's like, look, you know, we got goals to achieve. We got things that God wants us to accomplish. Is it going to be challenging? Does it look like, ooh, that's a a, a mountain? But you know what he does is we can speak to that mountain. We got to, you know, shift your mindset. You got to use your mouth and stop speaking all those negative things in the atmosphere. Let's use our mouth to uplift it. All right, let's look at the situation. We don't know how to get here. Let's find somebody who can help us get there instead of just saying it can't be done. Exactly. I love that. And then it starts with your mindset anyway, Mm -hmm. because you are what you say you are, right? So yeah, Yeah. it starts 
with your mindset. And if you're not careful, you can definitely speak curses and you have the power to speak blessings. So got to be careful what you say. Exactly. Exactly. Final ladies and we will wrap up. I feel like there is definitely some advice if we had to look back 10 years, 5 years, 20 years. Um, what advice would you give your young self looking back? Any advice you would tell your younger self about today, where you are today? We'll start with Miss Q. Yeah, my my advice to myself would be to always lead with courage. You know, um, some of the probably epic fails I've had is when I didn't step up to the plate because I was fearful. Uh, So I would tell myself to be a woman of courage, even if that meant I had to do it afraid and build up to that, which which I've actually done. Uh, So that would be my advice uh, to myself, because I think it takes a lot of courage, especially um, taking risk as a business owner. It takes a lot of courage being a leader. Um, It definitely takes a lot of courage being a consultant, because sometimes I'm walking in telling people what they don't want to hear. (laughs) You (laughs) You know, the truth comes to set us free, but we don't always want to hear Uh, the truth at times. And so, you know, it takes a lot of courage uh, to do this, to get up every day, to, you know, be the woman that I'm called to be, to be the woman of God I'm called to be. So I would say uh, right now on this journey, I really believe that I would tell myself, you know, have courage, have courage to continue to stand up for, uh, you know, the authenticity of the truth and you know sometimes um we can be nice but that niceness doesn't always uh liberate people so um and it's it's that we speak the truth in love and we love people ultimately um but sometimes we have to be courageous about that sometimes there's things we need to say um and not hold back um, in different spaces. So that would definitely be um, the advice that I would give to myself, as it is the advice that I give to myself every day now, plus the ladies, uh, the other leaders that I'm around as well. I love it. I love it. Lead by courage. Miss JJ. If I could go back and give myself some advice, um, I think it would be to stop trying to fit in and be normal and figure out who you were called to be and find other people who are called to do something great. Awesome advice. I love that. Ms. Kim? I couldn't have said it better myself, Ms. JJ. If I could tell my younger self something, it would be to always be my authentic self, but also to seek people that were already in the position that I wanted to be in try ask questions and you know try to figure out how they got there and everybody's path is not designed the same way but i believe that there's always something that you can learn from everybody around you good lessons or bad lessons but find that mentor find somebody that you trust find somebody that you know will keep you uplifted and let you know when you're doing great and let you know when you're not doing so great but I think we all we all need that encouragement. We all need that somebody that, that's been there that can say, I've been there, I've done that, and this is why I'm successful. I love that. Dr. Sakisha. Um, for me, honestly, it would be release myself from other people's opinions. Sometimes we allow fear and what other people would think of us to keep us from stepping into what we're called to do fear that you know we may not measure up to someone else or that we might be judged when god is when god is telling you to go left and everybody else is going right so you're tempted to follow the crowd so for me it's releasing you know that that bondage of being held hostage to other people's opinions if god's telling you to do it all right do it <laughs> you know stop worrying about everybody else you've got to live your life they can't live your life for you be it in business be it in um in relationships, whatever it's got to be, you've got to, you know, live your life. 
too many times where we haven't stepped out on faith because we're allowing fear and other people's opinions to hold us back. You know, mm. I'll be the first to raise my hands and say I did that for far too long. Yes. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> I love it. And Miss Jessica. I would say, um, just like the other lady said, feel the fear and do it anyway. Mm -hmm. um, fear is definitely a strong emotion. And that strong emotion, we handle it differently. Our bodies even handle it differently. And once we get over that hump, get over the anxiety, we can get to our, our zone, our money zone, our successful zone, yeah. our successful mindset. Um, also, change your circle, change your life. I love that. Uh, I love that. <laughs> you around people who are up to no good and you know you are amazing, change it. Change it up. Get a mentor. Um, that mentor is going to get push you in the direction of where you need to be and then stay in that place where you need to be. You know what I mean? It's so easy to look left and right and to find other people doing something negative. But when you find that one person or you find a group of people who's going in that same direction, stick with it. <laughs> I love it. And if I had, I think you ladies definitely said it all well, but if I had to add one more thing, it would be, don't be afraid to fail. Because I yeah. think we, we look at failure in whether that's business or whatever, as a, as that's the end, instead of looking at, okay, what can I learn from that experience? So not all failures is set up to uh, crush you. I think sometimes we are, we, you know, experience things to teach us and to put us in a position to be better prepared for the next thing. So, and I'm speaking from experience, you know, I had to file bankruptcy and all of that. And that's my truth and that's my story. And it's not something that I'm afraid of because that was not the end for me. That taught me what I needed to, you know, correct and do better so that I'm not in that position again. So my advice is do not be afraid to fail because as long as God grants you breath within your body, there is still and there's still an opportunity and there's still hope. So don't quit just because things aren't going the way you think they ought to go. It may not be your season just yet, but just like the lady said earlier, do not quit and do not give up because God will not give up on you, so don't give up on yourself. Absolutely. Do you see why you need to be registered or it's time to go deep summit? I know you have enjoyed these beautiful ladies tonight. I am so full. And like we said, and listen, this is only part of the speakers. This ain't even all the speakers. Y'all think you were in for a treat tonight? Come right back next week, Thursday night, 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Because guess what? We have another group of panelists where we're going to have more in-depth conversation. So you definitely do not want to miss this summit. So I'm going to tell you exactly what you need to do so that you have no excuses. So we're going to take a quick commercial break so that I can play this promo. And we're going to bring you right back so you will know exactly what you need to do to register for the summit. So watch this. Don't go anywhere. Visionary leader, Dr. Takima Dorsey, presents the It's Time to Go Deep Summit, the number one international development summit transforming urban markets. The It's Time to Go Deep Summit is not a normal summit. It's a game-changing summit. The mission of the It's Time to Go Deep Summit is to provide personal development and business growth training to nonprofits, small businesses, and entrepreneurs while increasing resources to the urban market. The It's Time to Go Deep Summit is uniquely different because it is the only summit focused on transforming the urban market by providing training resources to leaders and managers so they can become the resources needed in their community, their industry, and themselves. The It's Time to Go Deep Summit speakers are experts in their industries and remain excited to serve, increase greater impact, and to leave the legacy they are destined to do as did their ancestors. 
The It's Time to Go Deep Summit goal is to share proven methodology and best practices to current and aspiring leaders and managers for success in business and in life. The It's Time to Go Deep Summit's objective is to assist in the formulation of a blueprint, framework, system, or process for attendees that evoke immediate action. Professional and personal training are ongoing goals needed for positive and transformational growth and development. The It's Time to Go Deep Summit focus is on closing the disparities and barriers that exist by meeting nonprofits, small business owners, and entrepreneurs where they are. The theme of this year's summit is learn what you don't know and teach what you do. Grab your free virtual ticket now at www.itstimetogodeepsummit.com. Hey guys, what's going on? What's going on? What's going on? It's your man, Eric Zuli. I'm an international commercial uh, Axe Body Spray star. I've done films. I'm on Amazon Prime right now. And I built my own social network platform. We have 300 million people that we reach on our on our network. And I'm a man of God. And I'm telling you right now, man, where do you need to be? Hmm. Oh, yeah, that's it. Kiever's Place. You got to go to Kiever's Place. You got to watch Kiever's Place. You got to hang out in Kiever's Place. It's about Kiever. You hang out in Kiever's Place. The easy way. And welcome back to Kiva's Place, the Kiva Murdoch Show and Podcast. All right, so you just watched the promo about It's Time to Go Deep Summit. So I'm going to let you know exactly what you need to do to get registered for this event. It's very simple. All you have to do is go to it's time to go deep summit.com. Again, it's time to go deep summit.com. It's an absolutely free summit. It will uh, begin on January the 13th and end on January the 15th. You can participate in the summit from the comfort of your home, your office, your mobile device. You don't need any special equipment to be able to watch and engage in this summit. And as you just watch and listen, it's definitely something filled with powerful speakers, people that know what they are talking about. They have already walked the walk and they are wanting to share their um, area of expertise and experiences with you. So definitely log on if you're wanting to take your career to the next level, if you're wanting to find that work-life balance. I'm also one of the speakers. Whatever you are looking for, this summit is going to not only motivate you because it's too often we attend summits that's motivating and after that it's like okay now what right this particular summit is going to motivate you it's going to empower you but more importantly it's going to give you the tools that you need so that you can have tangible items to immediately implement Create that action plan and get things moving forward in your life, your business, and your career. So definitely go to it's time to go deep summit.com. There it is right there. Dr. Takima Dorsey, who is a visionary leader, is also dropping it in the chat. So definitely visit that website. Get yourself registered and get connected. Do it now today. Okay. Ladies, thank you all so much. It has truly been a pleasure. It's been an honor. I hope you have enjoyed being here. I thoroughly enjoyed having you. And you're welcome back to Kiva's Place anytime. I'm looking forward to this summit. Thank you. Thank you you so much for having us. It's been amazing. You ladies are amazing. You guys are amazing. (laughs) Bless you. Women of God. Love it. Yes, I am so full. I'm so full. So, ladies and gentlemen, until next Thursday night, 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, come right on back to Kiva's Place, the Kiva Murdoch Show and Podcast, because we're doing it all over again with another selection of panelists from It's Time to Go Deep Summit. So I look forward to seeing you next week. Until then, Merry Christmas and peace and blessings to you.
Thank you for watching and good night. Thank you for watching Kiever's Place, the Kiever Murdoch Show and Podcast. Tune in every Thursday night, 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And be sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Kiever's Place. To be a guest on our show, text the word guest to 803-368-3030 or visit us at tinyurl.com slash Kiever's Place Book. And watch us on Apple TV, Roku, and Amazon Fire as we're broadcasting in more than 60 million homes worldwide.